and we're going to be uh, uh, sharing from uh, the story of Elijah in First Kings chapter 17. In First Kings chapter 17, he said, Elijah was from Tishbite in the land of Gilead. He said to Ahab, I serve the Lord. I serve the Lord. I, I know it's a familiar story, but let's see what God will have us learn this morning from it. He said, and Elijah said unto him, as the Lord God of Israel liveth, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain this year, but according to my word. This is Elijah declaring that there won't be rain, there won't be dew, not a single drop until he says otherwise. In verse 2, and the word of the Lord came unto Elijah. The word of the Lord came unto Elijah, saying, Get thee hence and turn the eastward, and hide thyself by the brook cherry that, that is before Jordan. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook. And I have commanded the raven to feed thee. So he went and did according unto the word of the Lord. For he went and dwelt by the brook, Cherith, that, that is before Jordan. And the ravens, they brought him bread and flesh in the morning and bread and flesh in the evening. And he drank of the brook. In verse 7, it says, and passed after a while that the brook dried up. In verse 8, it says, and the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise. The word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise. And after the instruction, if you go to verse 13, it says, and Elijah said unto her, that is after I have gone to the widow, the word of the Lord came and said, I have commanded the widow to feed you. So Elijah went. And now with the widow, Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said. The widow said, I wanted to, I have a meal for just me and my son. All I want to do is just to eat that meal and die. And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as you have said, but make me thereof a little cake first and bring it unto me. Verse 14, for thus says the Lord God of Israel, the barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail until the day that the Lord sendeth rain. He says, Thus says the God of Israel. What am I trying to bring out uh, from this story this morning? We've seen in verse 1, we've seen in verse 7 and 8, verse 1, 2, 7 and 8, verse 13 and 14. God is always speaking. We serve a God that is always speaking. He is always giving instruction. He is always giving direction. He is always talking to us. He's a God that speaks. He's a God, he is a God that always speaks. God always speaks to his children. Remember that this is Elijah that the spirit of God is upon, but at this point, was not within. This is Elijah that is not born again. 
This is Elijah that uh, is not living uh, a, a, a redemptive life. Christ has not died for them. The Spirit of God was upon them. But today, the Spirit of God is in us. And Elijah, as at that time, was hearing God part time. Why? Because God speaks. One of the things we should note is that God is a speaking God. He does not stop speaking. He's always speaking. He's always giving instructions. He's always talking to his children. He's always talking to his people. He delights in that. So God is always talking. We have to get that clear. We have to get that straight. You know, there are times you say, ah, uh, God has not said anything. God is always speaking. God is always speaking. He's always talking. In this story, you can see how by time, he kept talking to Elijah. He kept talking to Elijah. In those days, they don't have the spirit inside of them to listen. It comes upon them and he speaks. It comes upon them and he speaks and it seems as if he has gone, but he didn't go anywhere because he's not living inside of them. They couldn't tap uh, 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 to listen easily. At times they have to go through rituals. At times they have to do some things to be able to consult him. At times they have to play the musical instrument so that they will get into the mood. We know that God is everywhere. So God was with them, but they could not connect because they, as at that time, were not redeemed by the blood. So this is Elijah hearing God part-time, receiving instructions from God part-time. So God is always speaking and he delights in always directing us. He delights in, in always speaking to us. He delights in, there's, I don't know if there's a father here listening to me that you don't take pleasure in talking to your children, instructing your children, guiding your children. At times, just sitting down and asking questions just to uh, uh, form a conversation. It says in John chapter 16, verse 13, but when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth. He will guide you into all the truth. This is Jesus giving instruction, telling us that he will leave and the spirit will come and to that the spirit is in us. The Holy Spirit has come. And what does it do? One of his functions, one of his purpose is to guide us into all truth. And if you read further, he explained how he's going to guide us into all truth. He said he will not speak on his own. That means guiding us into all truth will be by speaking. So once the Holy Spirit is in you as a believer, is there to speak so that you can hear and be guided, so that you can hear and receive direction. The spirit of truth is the Holy Spirit. He guides us by speaking. So God is always speaking. The Holy Spirit is always speaking. The Holy Spirit is always speaking. There is no time that God is muted because it, it lives in you by the Spirit. And everything you do as a child of God, uh, and no matter how mundane it is, God is also interested in it. He wants to give you direction. He wants to lead you. He says, when the Spirit of truth comes, when the Spirit of truth comes, he will speak. He will speak. 
I'm speaking what speaking things to you that will guide you into all truth. All truth, as in all truth. Hallelujah. And that thing you'll find out in that scripture is this that God's instructions are not ambiguous. His instructions are not ambiguous. See how he spoke to Elijah. Elijah. He said in verse 2, And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Get thee hence and turn thee eastward. He's even telling him how to turn. Turn, you know, so you are going on the road. The Holy Spirit wants to prompt you. Take the left. You are driving. The Holy Spirit wants to prompt you. Take that mainland bridge. God gives clear instructions. His instructions are not ambiguous. It says, get the hands and turn thee eastwards. And hide thyself by the brook cherry. He gives instruction and he mentions location. It can be that detailed and that clear. That's how he speaks. He says, in case you don't know the brook I'm talking about, it is the one that is before Jordan. Clarity. So even if you can't locate it, you can ask. You can go to people and say, please, uh, I'm looking for a, a, a brook, a, a, a cherry that is near Jordan. Before I get to Jordan. Instructions that are clear. God's instructions are clear. They are detailed. They are detailed. They are detailed. And in first, and it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook. He's telling him, he gives him detail. Thou shalt drink of the brook. I have commanded the ravens to feed thee. He said, I have you drink of the brook. I have commanded the ravens to feed thee. Lest the ravens bring food and you are asking for drink. The instruction is that detailed. Or you are asking, what will I take? After eating this food, he said, this is where you are going to drink from. But I'm going to give you, I'm going to instruct and give commandment to the ravens to feed you. Another thing I discovered, the Bible says that the ravens, they came with bread in the next verse. They came with bread and they came with flesh. And this is so interesting to me as I, I was looking at this scripture yesterday. You know, you are hungry and you are looking for food and you are saying to yourself, if only I can just get food. I'm hungry. I'll just be feeling. But God says, I'll give you that food with a meat on it. He gave him bread. He gave him flesh. You are saying to yourself, if only I can just... No, he, he, his instructions are details and it, 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 it takes time to do extra for you, to do the impossible for you. He's interested in what you're interested in. So we can see here that he gave instructions that are clear. He's always speaking, and he gives instructions that are that are what that are detailed. That are detailed. That is the God that we serve. He's always speaking, and he says he will instruct you uh, into all truth by what by the Holy Spirit speaking to you, and every instruction that he gives, they are clear. They are not ambiguous. It says your father's command is like a lamp. That's God's word. If God's word is like a lamp, then it's meant to see. 
So he will not talk to you in a way that you will not be able to hear that is not clear. Because if it's not clear, you will not see. If his word is a lamp unto us, then we must be able to hear it and receive clarity from it. We shouldn't hear it and be confused and be asking questions. We shouldn't hear it and be wondering what is he saying. If you speak to your child and your child is wondering, you want your child to go do something, you want your child to go buy something and you just give him money and say, go and buy me, and you didn't finish the statement, you will leave the child more confused. God's words, they are clear. They are not ambiguous. They are detailed. They are detailed. For the commandment of God is a lamp. And it's a law, and it's not is a light. The reason why he's instructing you, the reason why he's speaking to you is so that you will get clarity, not to bring you into confusion. Not to bring you into confusion. By the time he was dishing out instructions, he told Elijah, when you get there, you are going to seek a widow. And I have commanded the widow to do what? To feed you. When the boots was dried, he told him, he said, look, then it is time to move. When he got to the widow and the widow did not have food, if you read that place, Elijah said, according to the word of God, according to the word of the Lord, that means the Lord has spoken ahead to him, telling him that that woman's meal will not waste it will not finish and he declared it to the woman he declared it to the woman so god is always speaking and when he speaks he speaks in clear terms i will instruct thee and teach thee in the way which you will go god is always ready as a believer as a christian as one that has the the, the holy spirit within you God is always instructing you and teaching you in the way that you should go. Detailed instructions. Detailed instructions. Another thing we observe from this story is this. The Bible says in verse 3, it says, get thee thence and turn thee eastwards and hide thyself, blah, blah, blah. And it shall be that thou shalt drink of the brook, and that and I have commanded the ravens to feed you. It says in verse 5, he said, So he went and he did according unto the word of Lord of the Lord. When God gave instruction to Elijah, the Bible said, So he went and he did according to what God has said. And if you look at verse 9. The word of God came to him again. He says, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongs to Zidon, and dwell there. In verse 10, he said, So he arose and went to Zarephath. And then in verse 17, or verse 13, rather, he says, And Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me. And after that, make for thyself. For thus said the Lord, 
thus said the Lord. So God has spoken to him and he's declaring it immediately. So we see that God is always speaking and his instructions, they are clear. And then the third thing I'm saying this morning is this, the more you obey him, the more you hear his voice. The more you obey him, the more you hear his voice. By time, each time God speaks, Elijah obeys. Each time God speaks, Elijah obeys. Each time God speaks, Elijah obeys. The more you hear him, the more you obey him, the more you hear his voice. You are not hearing his voice because he's the one just speaking to you. You are hearing his voice because by obeying him, your heart, your spirit is getting accustomed to listening, accustomed to knowing him. You are getting better in catching that signal. You are getting better. You are getting better in catching that signal. You just know. He will speak to you. He will, you will just realize that you keep knowing what to do part time. There are times you will not be able to explain it. You just say, and this came to my heart. And this came to my heart. If you are not careful, you will think it's coincidence. But the more you obey him, the more your heart becomes attuned to him. The more your spirit becomes sensitive to him. The more you are able to hear him clearly. Your spirit becomes sensitive. You become familiar with his leading. You become familiar with his voice. Hallelujah. So the more you obey him, no matter how little that thing is, no matter how little that instruction is, the more you obey him, the more you get better at understanding his voice, getting familiar with his voice, your spirit getting sensitive. Another thing we want, I want you to observe in this story is this. God instructs us in bits. He doesn't give us everything at a go. He first told Elijah, turn eastward, go and settle down here. The ravens will feed you bread and, and flesh. You are going to drink water here. Are you telling me that God did not know that that book is going to dry? Why didn't they give him all the instructions all at a time, up to the time that he's going to be at, at, at uh, the woman's place? Why didn't they give him instructions all? Those instructions, they come per time because per season, he wants to deal with whatever you are, you are facing. He says that the just shall live by their faith. Our life is a life of faith. Whatever you hear per time, you follow it through. Whatever you hear per time, you follow it through. He said to Abraham, he said, leave. Leave your father's house and go to the land I'm going to show you. It's a complete statement. The instruction for that hour is to leave. And he has already told you that I'm going to show you. The going to show you is going to come after you have obeyed the first one, you have left. If there was no uncertainty in it. It's an instruction that one has to follow by faith. 
There are times you hear some things in your heart and you don't know what next. Do that which you know. Don't worry about what next. Do that which God has spoken to your heart. Do that which your, your spirit has picked. All Elijah here was go to the brook, sit down there, eat and drink. What next? He didn't bother asking God that. He obeyed that instruction. All that Abraham had was leave. I will show you. Our life is a life of faith. We have to continuously trust God. For a time, we have to depend on him. For a time, we have to learn uh, just to follow him uh, uh, step by step. Hallelujah. And then finally, there are times it seems that the instructions are not clear. There are times it seems that, ah, I didn't catch it where I cannot, I, I don't know. God did not speak clearly to me. It's not about God. It's about you. When the instructions are not clear, when the leadings are not clear, it has nothing to do with God. It's more about you hearing, not about him speaking. There are times somebody has said something to you and you did not hear and you say, ah, please, can you repeat that again? Was the problem about the person that was speaking? No. It was about you. Have you gone to do an eye test before and they cover your eyes and they say, what, you, what can you see? And then you are looking and looking and you cannot see clearly. Is there about what was written on the board? No. It's about your eyes. We are spirits. God communicates to us in spirit. The instrument which we used to receive from him. It says the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord. It's our spirit. The more you sharpen your spirit in the place of practice, in the place of fellowship, in the place of prayer, in the place of studying the word, the easier it becomes for you to get clarity, to, 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 to know better what God is speaking. But you know, at times, there's a lot of distractions. We are faced with and encumbered with too many things. So you need to live a life of discipline. We need to focus on him. We need to trust him. We need to build our spirit to a level where we hear instructions by time. We hear testimonies. The one that uh, Reverend uh, uh, gave the other time, telling us that there's somebody that does business and he has never lost before because he listened to his spirit. The one that does business and a business owner, they know what he, he says they should invest his money in. It, it, it's profitable. It, it always hits it both eyes. And they align their business, wait for him to give them instruction before they invest. He has developed his spirit so much that he can get clarity. God says, I will instruct you. He's a speaking God. I will instruct you in the path that you should go. So let's expect God to instruct us. Let's expect that we will hear him. Let's ask ourselves, what is God saying in this situation? What is God saying by time? Because he's always speaking. Let's work on ourselves to hear him in every of our endeavors. And the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you because we receive clarity and our hearts are sensitive to your leadings. We receive instructions and we are led of you daily. 
It says, as many as are your sons, they deserve it. They, they, it's their rights. Lord, we yield ourselves to listening and to hearing you in every situation. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise, we give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Thank you all for staying with me this morning. Have a wonderful day. Led by the Spirit of God. Blessings.